0: Welcome back to the Steeler Hangover. My name is Brian Anthony Davis. His name is Tony Defeo, and his name is Shannon White. It is so great to have you all here as it's 26 days until the start of the NFL season for the Pittsburgh Steelers. We are so excited for it. Tony and Shannon, we've been having some great talk here. And it's been fantastic. We're talking about the Joe Schobert deal. We're talking about the inside linebacker situation, and we've been talking about the glory that is Kevin Colbert. One of the best. They're calling him. I mean, Steeler fans are calling him the goat this week, and that's great. And I know Shannon, and Tony, when we were growing up, you called somebody the goat. That was a, that was a bad thing. Now it's right. greatest <laughs> of all time, and it, and and it's amazing. So uh, it's funny how that has changed. Um, also, some. I, I got to tell you, there's some great chat in the live in the live chat, and I've got to bring this all up. I did not know this, and I've got to get a little background because I've I've been uh, peeking in. Appar- apparently, Michael O'Malley got a chance to uh, see a live show, and I want to this confirmed a live show of the Jerry Cherry Band, Jerry Cherry, our house band for our audio shows. the The music that you hear, the music introing this show. I know you don't hear music introing this show, but uh, when it's on the podcast platform, you will. And that's all Jerry Cherry, and it's fantastic. So, I mean, that's great. I mean, where was this live show, and when can we see you? When are you coming to Pittsburgh or Maryland? Okay, so Michael O'Malley saw it on YouTube, but that's the thing. We need to get together and see a live Jerry Cherry show. That's, That's the thing. Check out Jerry Cherry's YouTube network. I mean, it's fantastic. Really great stuff, especially if you're if you want to fool around and learn the guitar. He's fantastic, so I love it. So, Michael, thanks for bringing that up. Uh, Jerry, thanks for all Definitely. you do for our shows as well. So, let's talk about this. This this is something that's really important because we're talking about how the Steelers have some depth pieces now. We've talked about James Washington just a few weeks ago, saying, "Hey." Maybe he wants traded. Maybe it was just his agent talking. But with all the depth that's coming up, and the the trades are great, and I love them, how many of you are going to be complaining come March and April when all we're doing is talking about draft, and there's no fourth, fifth, and sixth round pick? Are they worried about that? That's that's a question. Are they is Kevin Colbert worried about that? Are they looking to replenish? Do they have the means to replenish that? And I kind of think they do. But let's let's talk about what they're missing at this point right now. You know they have a first and second round pick, and they have a third round pick. They do not have a fourth. The fourth went to the Miami Dolphins on draft day for Isaiah Loudermilk. Shannon talked about that trade. And look, if you're making a trade – for a guy, everybody was poo-pooing the trade right away because they'd never heard of louder milk. And but yeah, and I get it. I mean, and you weren't alone in that. Every a lot of people were doing and, it. And his grades, and everything, yeah.
1: And,
0: and I was one to say, and like, I I said not so fast because he doesn't make a trade like that. Colbert's not going to make a trade like that and just give away a fourth rounder unless he knows something. So that's what I was thinking. So let, let's give them a shot. People are started, people are coming around on Big 92. They're mm-hmm. they're liking it. I, I hope we can see more of this. Um Andrew, Andrew Wilber, Wilbar just called him uh, milk dud. So um so you know, so that's so that's the number that's where your number four pick went. Your number five pick went in the Avery Williamson deal. I still support the Avery Williamson deal. That happened on October 30th of last year. It had to be done. There was no depth. They needed to bring a guy in. They got a seventh back, so they do get a seventh-round pick. They do lose a fifth, but that, that's the nature of the game. They they needed the guy. And then the sixth-round pick now goes for Joe Schobert. and everybody's talking about that being a steal. Are we going miss to those, miss those draft picks uh, next April? I or may, or whenever the draft is. But as far as I'm concerned, I don't care because I'm thinking of 2021, and it, it just feels like this team is loading up and doing the best they can to fill holes and give Ben Roethlisberger the best chance to get get another Lombardi, get another two Lombardis before that window slams shut. So, and Wes brings this up, they're likely getting a third and a fifth. So they're likely getting a third next year, because of Bud Dupree, they're likely to get a fifth, I believe, because of Matt Filer.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And because there's a possibility that they get a sixth. It just depends on Joe Haig and what they do with Joe Haig. The sixth would be for Mike Hilton. You cannot rely on that because Dave Schofield, who was amazing with the formulas, predicted that the Steelers were going to get a whole <laughs> lot more last year. And it looked like they were, but the formula just did not go the way of the Steelers last year with what was given up. So you can't really rely on all of that. I mean, the third seems, the third seems like it's there. The fifth does too, but you just, you just don't know. And, and, you know, I'm seeing some people mentioning about Avery Williamson. I, I will go back in time and make that deal again. Yeah. You had to do something to bring some, somebody in an inside linebacker. But the thing is, the thing is, Tony, we can get more. When I say we, um, the Steelers can go ahead and get more draft picks, and there are some candidates right now to be traded. And who would be the first person that you would deal, Tony, if you are Kevin Colbert's buddy and you're helping him out? He's like, "Hey, I'm not feeling too well, Tony. I, uh, you know, I had a little too many irons last night. Can you help me out? I've mm-hmm. got to make a deal." So. What are you doing? What's the first deal that you make, Tony? And then Shannon's going to make a deal too.
1: Well, I mean, I don't want to trade him, I'm against it. But if I had to make, if I had to trade somebody, uh, the guy that I would that would probably to me have hope the most value would be, uh, would be Washington because he's coming, you know, he I think he has exceptional abilities and I think he's just been blocked. And, uh, you know, if a team were able to get their hands on him and a team that, that needs a starting wide receiver in 2021, he could be of great value. So I think that could, he could be the guy you, you you would get the most back for. Um, and they could probably the team that gets him could probably sign him to a, a cheaper deal next year unless he has like a crazy uh, fourth year and, and just really ha- puts up a lot of stats. But that's the guy I would trade, uh, even though I'm, I would be against it personally. But if I had to make a deal and I needed I, I needed draft picks in return he's the guy i think you can get the most in return for
0: what do you think that they can get out of him and i'm agreeing with everything you're saying i don't want to lose james washington but when when you're looking at doing some replenishing and of the uh the draft stock the capital from next year who do you look at so i uh, i respect your answer there's no bad answers here um that's like if you're the GM, that's what you're going to go ahead and do. What do you think that you could legitimately get out of this guy?
1: Legitimately probably a fourth, uh, which would replace the fourth. You know, uh, if you're, if you're Kevin Colbert though, and you're, and you're on the road, he's on, maybe you can somehow find a way to get a third, probably unlikely, but, um, definitely a fourth. I think you could get a fourth for him because I think he's that, I think he's a talented receiver. He, ha- he only has one year left on his rookie deal, which might, uh, um, scare some teams away. But like I said, he, he's just being blocked. So if he goes somewhere and and and, and, and has a great year for somebody, I think they would gladly trade the uh, fourth round pick for that possibility.
0: Shannon White, what are your thoughts here? Do you think that the Steelers could get a fourth or a fifth out of a guy like James Washington? He's, I mean, we know how he works.
2: Oh yeah. Great work ethic. And uh, just, has some guys that are just a little bit more talented ahead of him. that he has, he struggles to get the separation that some of the guys in front of him get, uh, but he does everything well. And there was some rumors today that people are looking, you know, you know, talking to the Steelers, considering trading for him. So uh, I wouldn't take less than a fourth. Um, but if I had to pick somebody, um because everybody's talking about Mason Rudolph. And, uh, you know, but the only problem is, is, you know, a comp for him, uh, Teddy Bridgewater, he got traded for a sixth round pick. And uh, so when uh, Wentz went down for the Colts, people was talking about trading him to the Colts. But now, you know, it doesn't look like he's going to be out very long. And Eason, their backup quarterback, I think's more talented than Rudolph. So, um, you know, probably a six round pick would be all you'd get out of him. Um, and, uh, but I, I think that, um, Haskins has more potential to be that long term answer after being, um, and especially the way he's looking and getting in the, the Steelers culture and their environment. Um, uh, and just being around being and being around Tomlin and, and the Rooney family, how they do things. It, uh, it seems like he's maturing. Um, and that's all the talent's never been a question with him. It's been, um, his maturity level and his work ethic. And, you know, some things are contagious and I think being around a locker room full of them kind of guys that are hard workers, uh, he seems to be taking his, his career more serious now. Um, and I'm just afraid that, that Rudolph uh, is going to be gone uh, or is going to actually be a problem. He's going to be in his way. And Riley Kassig is the guy they need to focus on. So if you could get a six-round for him, uh, you'd have to consider it.
0: Well, here let's go back to 2019. And I brought this up a few times. And this does not mean that the Steelers would make a deal for, right away. But you could always see – Something like you know, the first week of the season. If we go back to 19 and what happens at the time you, you remember it, oh yeah, Nick, Nick <laughs> Foles goes down, and then all of a sudden you, you're with an unknown rookie in Gardner Minshew Minshew the third, and they need some help in Jacksonville, and they gave up a fifth-round pick. And that fifth-round pick that they gave up was for Joshua Dobbs. Now, the Steelers were smart that year because they, they did like what they had in Doug Hodges there was a lot of people disappointed that that he was kept over over duck but i mean i think what they were trying to do was engineer a trade for Dobbs before week 1 and like overcut cut down weekend and i don't think it worked out but so i could really see right now i could really see Joshua Dobbs being the odd man out Right now, this year, because he is the safest to go ahead and cut and let go, but let him know that, hey, we're, you know, they're not going to keep the caliber of, of backups. They're not going to keep a guy like Haskins or Rudolph as their number three. I just don't see them doing it. When you have a guy capable of being a number three, like Joshua Dobbs, so they could play a little game there. Um, it is a game of chicken. Uh, of NFL, you know, trade chicken and waiver wire chicken, but I could see them doing that by trying to deal Mason Rudolph if indeed they end up liking the future that they might have with Dwayne Haskins and keeping him as the number two and being fine with having with having him there as a number three and don't and that being Dobbs, but do not be surprised on cutdown day if. Mason Rudolph is immediately named the number two, but they're, they're still trying to deal him. So th- that's a game you've got to play too. Because you don't want to say name him as a three when you're trying to move him to another right, franchise. Right. Because right now you're going to you're not going to hear anything negative about any of these guys. Uh, because you've you've got to make it look like you've got gold here. Somebody meant, and it's Andrew Wilbar mentioned. And I'm going to bring this up on the screen. Peter Schrager said there are NFL teams who see Mason as a future starter and that the Steelers can get something in a trade. He thinks they can get a fourth. If you can get a fifth out of Josh Dobbs, but that was a desperate fifth from Jacksonville at the time. Can you get a, can you get a fourth out of Mason Rudolph? It's really interesting. And uh, you know, somebody mentioned um, Jorge mentioned is like, wow, we're talking about draft season, this uh, draft and the season. has haven't started actually. We're not. We're just talking about what they're going to do with the players and the depth that they have because you don't keep all of these guys on the roster, so I can actually see them go ahead and move one of them. I would think that Mason Rudolph would be probably a prime candidate to be moved if they could find a buyer. And we've been talking about how great Kevin Colbert is. To be a great general manager, you've got to be an awesome salesman too. Oh, so yeah. if you can be a great salesman th- there's another thing. I mean, you can sell anything if you let people know how much you need, you need them. Hey, you can't live without not having a Mason Rudolph on your roster because what if what if something happens to uh what if something happens to Patrick Mahomes? Yeah, I mean, what if something happens to Dak Prescott? You would need Mason Rudolph there. What are you going to live life with Garrett Gilbert? I mean that's that's the conversations that I envision them having. I'm a sales guy, so that that's the kind of things that I think about. But you know that's really good there. I um, I'm thinking of another guy too, and I gotta think that that Presley and I keep on saying this. I keep calling him Presley the Harvin, and I <laughs> because it just seemed I keep on messing up the the. But Presley Harvin the third, I do not see a scenario where he is let go from this roster. I mean, there's too much hype on him. There's no No. way you keep him on the practice squad. No, but if Jordan Berry keeps kicking the way that he is, that's a seventh round draft pick for a team that would need a punter. Would you agree, Tony?
1: I don't know. I mean, I think uh, trying to trade a punter and the NFL is like trying to trade a kicker and, in in fantasy football like you, you can always pick up a, a a kicker that's it's and get comparable uh numbers you know even if it's even if the guy that you, you know they want to trade uh is, is better you could probably get close to the numbers you need from somebody you could pick up as a free agent so i, I don't know if, if they do get something for him it probably maybe a seventh round pick but that's that's as high as i because there's such a supply and demand thing with kickers and punters there's always somebody out there that you know if 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 the Steelers release Barry, the team that wants him, that wanted him in a trade could probably just hurry up and snatch him up anyway.
0: Well, not so fast, my friend. And I'm going to ask Shannon White to weigh in on this too. The Steelers have traded Australian punters in the past. If you remember Brad Wing going for a seventh round pick to the New York football Giants in favor of Jordan Berry, if I'm not mistaken. So, you know, Brad Wing is, I mean, somebody found that they wanted Brad Wing enough, and the Giants were takers, and they they gave a seventh-round pick. And here's the other reason for a not-so-fast, my friend. Um, If the practice squad looks the same that it does last year, they can probably play a little game there with it as well. Because remember, Corliss Waitman was on the practice squad all of last year. And sometimes, I don't know if they did it with Waitman, but the practice squad is going to look the same, and I believe you're going to be able to protect four each week. Mm-hmm. So if the first week or two, something happens to a punter, and the first week or two, you uh, – you have Barry protected, maybe something like that, then maybe, maybe you're making a deal there. So I, I actually think that they can go ahead and trade him away. Shannon weigh in, please.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's been a great battle. I mean, it's, i never pay attention. I'll be honest to the, the place kicker battles and camp or the punter battles. Um, you know, I'm so glad we got Boswell and he's rebounded from that one terrible season. And he's such a reliable kicker. But you know, Barry he's got an excellent leg. Uh he kills it in preseason. He kills it in regular season. He does great till you really, really need him. Uh, he does great till the weather gets cold. Well, you're you know, in Pittsburgh, it's always cold in the late right. season and playoffs, and that's when he shanks it and um you know, right now he's looked great. Uh, You know, even though Harvin's had a great camp, he's hung right with him. You know, it's, it's that close, but um, I think a team, you know, would probably be willing, they did for Brad wing. Like you said, I think they'd be willing to give a seventh round guy a pick for uh, Barry. And if not, you know, like you said, you can protect, I think it's four guys on the practice squad and, you know, I don't know if you want to protect him each week, uh, you know, or you can only do it so many times, but um, but you don't know what's going to happen as far as injuries or um, uh, or some punters, they get the shanks in the preseason too. And some teams might not be happy with their punter and, and might be willing to give us a seventh round for Barry or, you know, we could dream even a sixth. So, um,
1: mm-hmm.
2: But, you know, if, if they get a call like that, you know, they got to do it. Yeah.
0: There there's two other guys that I want to talk about as potential trades, but I need some help out there. I lost our we had a super chat, and I think it was Sean who put it in there, but I cannot find the super chat now because I was completely talking. Oh, wait, wait, I think I found it. Yep, there we go. Sean Manahan gives us five dollars. Okay. Which is more likely based on our current roster, we score 30 points per game or only give up 15 points per game. That is uh <laughs> That's a great question there as well. So I tell you what, I'm going to uh I'm going to hold on to that one. And I will get to that. I will get to that soon. I just wanted to make sure that I did not lose that one. So let's go ahead rapid fire on these next two. Is there any trade value? And I'm going to start with Shannon on this, with Ray Ray McLeod or Benny Snell Jr. Shannon?
2: Ray-Ray, yes, uh, because he, you know, he looks like he's going to make the club or, or, or still has a good shot. I don't think Snell there is because he's missed time. And, um, you know, if you could get a late round pick for him, you know, you would take it because I don't think he's going to make the club. So, yeah, Snell, I think, has value. I mean, Ray-Ray uh, has value. Snell, I don't think, has much because you can pick him up once we cut him.
1: Tony. Uh, Ray Ray. Yes. Cause I, I think he, he can be an elite punt returner, possibly, uh, uh, Benny Snell. No, because you could pick up guys like that on, off the scrap heap at any time.
0: All right. Very good. Now, is there anybody that I'm missing that could be a possible trade candidate for the Steelers to, uh, to send out because of the depth on the roster?
1: Uh, maybe some like like a wormley or somebody like that cuz so, their their d- defensive line is so good and if you maybe if you like a louder mook, if you, if you really believe in him uh then maybe a, somebody like wormley who's been around the league uh, could, could be of some value
0: wow i like that he's he is a valuable player shannon
2: oh wormley was a great answer. i uh, I, I agree totally with that uh i was thinking um more marcus allen uh, just because some teams in the preseason uh you know their special teams have looked pretty suspect and he's an excellent special teams guy um uh Tyler you know dirty red Tyler McAvich, uh you know he's still with the Buffalo Bills and he's basically a, a special teams you know demon uh and so I think Marcus Allen uh killerbrew is gonna be the the backup strong safety. And he can also play sub package linebacker. So he could make Marcus Allen expendable and they might be willing to trade him to get something out of him instead of just cutting.
0: Very good. So that is a, uh, that's great. Let's wrap that up with uh I Kevin Colbert's not done. And I think you guys would both agree with that. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's going to continue to get interesting. Uh, Man, it has been an amazing summer. One crazy summer. That was a movie from 1986 um, with uh, John Cusack, I believe. And Bobcat Goldthwaite, one of Tony's all-time favorites, was in that <laughs> as well. Um, comic genius to Tony. Tony loves him some Bobcat. But, you know, um, so it, it is going to continue to be nuts here. Um Nothing surprises me in 2021 with the Pittsburgh Steelers, so this has been fun, and it's been great being the podcast producer because we're getting – man, we're getting stuff to talk about. Uh, I want to bring up Felicia before I get to the Super Chat. Okay, I'm back. So with the Steelers not practicing today, does that mean that this evening five players get the call that they didn't want to get? Apparently – and by the way, Felicia is the queen of emojis. Um, <laughs> she's, uh, no one does emojis better. And so, uh, speaking of emojis, somebody put emojis out a player with the, uh, thankful hands. And it was Isaiah bugs. So apparently Isaiah bugs. If, uh, if we're, I believe those calls went out today, we're not going to know. They don't have to do it until four o'clock PM tomorrow with mm-hmm. the five cuts, but, if we're reading into it and trying to figure out why, uh, Isaiah bugs, why big Pooh is thankful. That could be why. So, uh, emojis abound, there's going to be more emojis, I guess. So, um, yeah, I, I would think that, uh, the players got some news today and they got that call. And I, as a big major league fan and I get, I know Tony is, oh, because, yeah. uh, Tony's a big major league fan and Shannon White's a, a baseball guy. So, I saw that movie at the theater I remember oh. when it came out at the theater and they, that was I think I have watched that movie over and over and over and one of Johnstown's own, Pete Vukovic was the uh, was Clue yeah. Haywood right. and so th- that was really awesome and he was a pitcher, he was a Cy Young pitcher yeah, um, for many a team but he, well, not Cy Young pitcher for many a team, but in 1982 for Milwaukee, he won the Cy Young so, uh, but I digress, but if you go back to major league, seeing that red tag is is the the thing right. that all players players fear. So it is you have Roger
1: Dorn. Roger Dorn <laughs> with that none, practical joke. None of that old lay stuff. <laughs> no, I mean like he played that oh, practical yeah. joke on, which is the meanest yeah. practical joke you could possibly play on somebody. <laughs> yeah, I mean,
0: no matter no wonder that uh, Charlie Sheen tried to oh. uh, yeah, try to destroy him, and, and then next well, thing, the
2: well, slip with his wife.
0: Yeah, i was just <laughs> not on purpose, it was an accident. That's right. that's, that's ultimate revenge. There, yeah, right. uh, hey, let's uh let's do another live chat real quick, uh, super chat real quick. Connor Eddy gives us 199. Do you think the Steelers wait and draft Rattler? Uh, gosh, the that's that's uh, thanks for the 199. That's a tough one because. We have no. Hopefully, that they are in no shape to draft right. Rattler next year. That's, it, that's that's the best answer I can give you now it, because there is a regular season to look
1: at. Right. Um, is I, he the, Go. Ahead. Is he like a, Is he supposed to be a top five pick or is he like one of the prospects? If he's if he's like just one of the prospects right now, chances are he'll probably get hyped up so much that he'll be a top five pick anyway next year. Yeah, he's I, not right now.
0: He's in Trey Lance territory right now where Trey Lance was a 25 um, at the, I mean, in October, he was around a 25. And the next thing you know, he's, he's top five and we see it all the time. So let's answer that question that we had from Sean Manahan. And the question was, Hey, are the Steelers more set up to score 30 points a game fellas on offense or hold defenses, hold offenses to under 15 on defense so we'll start with you shannon white
2: i want it to be both yeah. <laughs> that way we win each week comfortably and it'll be much better on my health and all the health of storm <laughs> shannon uh, eat your cake <laughs> but yeah i would eat cake and and uh, uh but i think that they're set up better right now you'd have to say to you know call the the defense only give up 15. Uh, the offense, I think, could start slow with the, you know, the new uh, schemes, the new offensive line, the, uh, you know, Harris, you know, getting him up to speed uh, where the defense should be a smoother transition. So even though I'd like to see him do both. I think it's more likely the 15 points a game.
0: Very good. Tony Duffio. Your
1: thoughts? Oh, it's absolutely the defense. Uh, I think there's some concerns with the with the, in the secondary. I think still we, you still have to figure out who's going to be the number two corner. Although they're still talking about James Pierre, like he's having the best camp. So I'm excited about that. Um, Sutton struggled a bit the other night, but it was his first game. Uh, so aside from that, this is an elite defense. I think, as you said, you, Deco, what you said earlier. Alex Highsmith is probably going to be a superstar, so I, I'm not worried about, about the Bud Dupree thing as much as I was uh, heading into camp. So I think it's, it's definitely the defense. The offensive line, if, if they can get that short up, maybe they could be doing that by the end of the year, but I think they're more equipped to the whole teams down than, than they are to, to score on teams in 2021. You know what? I,
0: I see the Steelers as a 27-point 27, a, 27 a game. Oh, I take th- that. That 30 threshold's really hard, but if you're around 27 – that's pretty good so I would uh, I would gladly take the uh, uh, let's have the defense keeping them under 15 when you have an offense that can store, score 27 and if it's a rough week and they're scoring they're scoring 23 you're still winning. so that's that's the bottom line of the whole thing. Lifelong fan 07 gives us 499 thank you lifelong fan um, LLF 7 let's uh, make it short. Hopefully the Steelers get the deal done with TJw. Guys, is this going to get done before <laughs> September 12th, or, or or are you starting to get cold feet here? Are you starting to get worried?
1: Um, if you would ask me that two weeks ago, I would say no problem. Now I'm starting to wonder. I'm starting to wonder when you start when you start hearing numbers like 100 million dollars guaranteed floating around. And you hear these reports. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of guaranteed money. So um, I'm more inclined to think at this right now that they might not get it done before the, the end of the. Training camp season, which is the end of their negotiating season. Shannon,
2: if it really is a hundred million dollar contract <laughs> that he's wanting, it ain't going to happen, right? <laughs> uh, the Steelers don't do; they're not going to do it. And here's the thing: we got to keep in mind the last two defensive players of the year for Pittsburgh was Troy Polamalu and James Harris. How many big plays did they win? Did they make to win ball games uh, at the end of games in the playoffs? Countless. Uh, how many has has TJ made? Now TJ is a great player, but in these huge games, how many big plays has he made to win them, especially late in games? Harrison always, you know, he he destroyed Kansas City multiple times. Uh, and how many? Then two playoff games he's been in. The offense hasn't done good, but that don't mean the defense can and he's disappeared in both playoff games. Right. Um. If you are the best player, a hundred million dollar player, you know you you have your big games in the biggest moments in the spotlight. Right. Harrison did, Paulinol did. TJ hasn't. I think Alex Smith is going to be a superstar, and he isn't a hundred million dollar. You know you go have to pay him a hundred million dollars. And the Steelers are good at finding edge talent. I hope he covers these senses and they can work something out. But $100 million, guaranteed, it ain't happening.
0: Well, here's the thing. And uh, Wes mentions they just restructured its contract. I think it's close. So, I mean, that could be a possibility too. Or is that it? contract going other places? Um, We don't know that either. But here's the thing. This is the problem we have with Pittsburgh media. There's so much speculation has TJ Watt said that he wants 100 million. I yeah, mean just nice. just like does yeah. James Washington want traded. You know, I mean there's always that there's always that unnamed source, you know, the unnamed source that thinks that that thinks that TJ Watt um, left town without and blow, blew off his exit interview. The unnamed source that says that Kevin Dotson is out of shape. So that unnamed source causes a lot of chaos and uh, so you you just never know but with that being said gentlemen thank you so much i do appreciate it was it was a it was a fun show we are getting closer and closer we're going to have some fun next week as well so please everybody join us and check out com for all of your editorial pittsburgh steelers needs it's just not a non-stop shop it's a one-stop shop and back to a non-stop shop so <laughs> it is uh, there there is so much that you're going to get here from SB Nation and behind the still curtain.com. The second episode of the Jeffrey Benedict vehicle that is called On the Steelers Cutting Room Floor comes out tomorrow. He's going to be talking about inside linebackers, but with a much different spin because he's a film room guy and he he gives you a lot, a lot of X's and O's in audio form, and it's really good. So check that out. Live mic with Michael Beck talking about hey, what are they going to do with that money? There's, there's plenty of money now because of the restructure. What's going to happen? He's going to say, this is what they should do. So check that out as well. The Scobro show on tomorrow night goes on and on and on. And remember Friday, the debut of what Yin's talking about, a social media stealer show as well. That's going to come up Friday. There's so many great shows in between. So check it all out here on BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. Live chat and men and women in your car checking this out on Tuesday morning or Wednesday afternoon. We appreciate you. We love you. We cannot do these shows without you. We are blessed to have some of the best fans with some of the best questions and the best takes in our live chat. So thank you for all that you do and supporting us and allowing us to keep doing what we do. So we've got three things we need you to do. One, go put it up, Tony. One Be safe. Two, be true to yourself. That's the biggie. And three, always be behind the steel curtain. So, for Shannon White and Tony DeFio, my name is Brian Anthony Davis. And to quote the late, great, rowdy Roddy Piper, just when you think you know all the answers.
1: We keep changing the questions.
0: (laughs) Shannon, is he right? Yes. All right, Shannon, wait, wait. I didn't hear Tony. What did he say? We keep changing the question. (laughs) I love it. All right, we will see you guys later. Take it easy. Bye now.